Uh, and we're live. Hell yeah. Welcome to Mix and Talk Sessions. I'm your host, Odin Roberts, and today we have Java in the house. What to do? How are we, man? I'm feeling flipping fantastic right now. Yeah, you got a lot of energy, eh? Yeah, I'm feeling great. How you, could you not be hyped? You look the- great, man. Thank <laughs> Jesus, we've made it like naught one minute into this shit and he's already complimenting me. I feel fantastic, dude. I need to come here more often. Fuck, I'm blushing and you have to fucking put the camera on for me as well today? God damn. So how's the journey here, man? Bit yeah, of a drive? it was a bit of a trek, but yeah. you know, we made it. Got home made late it. last night. My USBs shat themselves mid-gig. You're so. joking. Uh, really? It was fun. We would love rocking up to TGI Fridays and like, oh, we've got a brand new gig for you and everything like that. I plug my USBs in because I've been prepping for your shot. And everything like that. Um, I may have accidentally wiped my USB besides like all, all my stuff from the last three months. So I was like kind of sitting there shaking a little bit. And I was like, I, 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 I don't know if I can do a four, a four hour set tonight with Chris, Chris, Chris Brown. I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> so, so I pull out the fucking backup USBs and it takes like 30 seconds to a minute to load each song. I'm like, this is going to be a long fucking night. So we got there in the end. Got there in the end. Got there so. in the end. And he's like slaving over the PC at like two o'clock in the morning. Go, I want my music back. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, well, good start. Good happy. start. <laughs> oh, man. I reckon we will get into... Where'd you grow up? I grew up on the Goldie. Born and bred. Love it. I'm up in the mountains behind um, Rabina, all that up in Springbrook. Yep. Um... Yeah, I've always been a mountain boy. Living yeah, with nice. the trees and the koalas and the fucking yowies and everything. And the yowies. Yeah, and you know have, you ever, have you ever seen a yowie? I actually have. No, you haven't. Unironically, dead ass, cross my heart, hope to die. I have seen a yowie face to face. Yeah. You sure that wasn't you just looking in the mirror? No, surprisingly not, because I was only eight at the time. But, you know, like right now, I'm still not growing any facial hair. So that's not changing anytime soon. I'm not going to be fooling anyone looking like a fucking yowie. Not growing or can't? I can't. I mean, this is my, this is my COVID facial hair, bro. So three and a half years going strong, I tell you what. <laughs> Oh no, dude! Yeah. So <laughs> yowie, yeah, man. Trip. So what? What was it doing? It was just staring at me, bro. <laughs> it, was just... it was fucking wild, man. <laughs> no, um, what's it? We went out for a family dinner because um, there's like a few like little like places around Springbrook that Still you can gang signs. Yeah, just gang signs. No, it was fucking <laughs> sketchy. Yeah. So like, I mean, like six or seven at the time. So I probably haven't grown all that much in terms of height. But like, I was walking down the stairs to go to the toilet, and I was at the very top of the stairs. There's like a six or seven year old And this thing was at the bottom of the stairs When I walked around the corner And we're in the middle of the bush Like kind of like um, up near Twin Falls Which is kind of like in the thick of it up there And it was still taller than I was And I was at the top of the stairs It was at the bottom And I just fucking like stared back at it About a good like meter And I was like no I'm, this is fucking it And I just sprinted And as I'm running I just kind of hear footsteps coming, coming behind me So I come around the corner My parents are like you're fucking capping I come outside, obviously nothing's there. But then dad's like, oh yeah, I bet it was a yeah, because I've seen one up here before about like 10 years ago. Like unironically, he's seen, <laughs> he's been like going for like morning bush runs and he's seen trees, like no wind, dead ass in the middle of the mist. Trees separate away. That's fucked. And then random people in like white fucking hazmat suits run past him and go, have you seen anything weird recently? And he's like, oh, I mean like about 15, minute, 15 minutes ago, but that's like every Saturday morning on Springbrook. And then they're like, fuck yeah. And they just sprinted off into the bushes, never to be seen again. <laughs> I wish I was bullshitting right now. I really wish I was. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, man. What an experience. Yeah, dude. It's probably just sassy the Sasquatch. Is yeah, it's just sassy. He's just, just, just looking for some child. Smoking, you know? smoking up a bong <laughs> in the bush. How good. Smoking some bush in the bush. We love um, to see it. So how'd you get into DJ, man? Um, I've always been a huge fan of music. Dad's been like a huge, huge, huge like rock fan his whole life. I grew up listening to the Eagles and like all that jazz. 
um, a lot of my neighbors had huge influences on me as well because um, I had like an adoptive Welsh neighbor who listened to nothing but swing. So like that was hugely formative for me when I was growing up. And then I went to <sighs> went to high school, which was crazy. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know who else has done that. But <laughs> um, I discovered not Zed. Oh, no, fuck. <laughs> I discovered Zed and I discovered Skrillex and I was like, damn, this is fucking wild. Like these people are doing some really weird shit. Like this is, this is music. And I just saw from there on out. So it just became really formative and then went to Splendor, saw Alice in Wonderland live. And I was like, I've got to do this. I've got to fucking do this right the fuck now. So I graduated high school. I was like, sweet. I'm ready for it. I want to get into it. That's sick. <laughs> yeah, man. What'd you start on? Um, they either, there were CDJ 800s, I think. So before the waveforms were even invented. So yeah, it's right. like a proper like OG shit. So, so just um, like stepped up onto the big, big boys. Yeah, in a way. So, um, no little f- SB3s or anything. Uh, no, I or ended mix. up down, oh, I guess downgrading, upgrading to some DDJs, like the original DDJs when yeah. I first got that. But, um, yeah, I started on 800s and they were like the original 800s and like a little like 800 mixer or 850 mixer or whatever the hell it was. Because um, my friend was upgrading at the time and he taught me how to DJ. Matt Hunt. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. Matt James Hunt. No. But um, yeah, he got me into DJing back in 2012 or something like that when he was doing his shit and picking up like all his um his like post-school parties and everything. And I was like, this would be really fucking fun to get into. Yeah. And then he kind of taught me a little bit. I was dog shit. Got a DDJ SB. Still was dog shit. Competed in Griffith University um, DJ competition. Was absolutely dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Got Never came back. You, you guys remember? <laughs> you guys know Tolina, right? That that yeah 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 the the fucking techno the techno Gold Coast Bay black hair. Absolutely, oh, actually, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So I competed do, yes. against her at Griffith um, DJ competition Ooh. before she started DJing as well. Like we were both like learning how to do it, and I was like, damn, yeah, she fucking <laughs> swept the floor with me, bro. And I was like, nah, I got to get back with this shit. I've got to fucking. I'm, that's always been my goal to get back on there and just gotta, be like, gotta I've gotta get a one up again. Gotta one v one her again. You know? <laughs> bring it back. Has it? Have you used one v one? No, yet. Or no, not yet. No, yeah. I've been trying to book. Gonna have to offer you out. That's yeah. You, no, that's you know? it. You know, like I don't want to call her out or anything. But if it's a B two B, round two. If it's a round go. two. If it's a B two B, she's asking for it. So on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, yeah. that's sick. So, um, <clears throat> what were you doing before DJing? Um, job wise. So job wise, I've been working uh, at my family business, which we own a fudge shop up in the mountains. Yep. And that's been since 2014 or 2013. So just as I was leaving high school, um, we had that job and I was just been punching um, coffee shots out and slinging fudge to people and having a grand old time. Yeah, nice. And then in 2014 is when I bought my decks, like my DDJs and everything. Cause just, I just nor- normal fudge. Just right? normal fudge. Yeah. I mean, there's some special stuff, but yeah. it depends how nice you are to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And um, yeah, from there I got my DJ decks after we started going to that and I just started doing like house parties and shit and then just like barista work during the day and then just like house parties whenever I got booked for stuff like that. It was good fun, man. I love yeah, it. Nice. And I've been there since ever since. So it's like, that's half the reason why I was late today. I was like, <laughs> shit, like I was up at the shop having a coffee. And I was like, fuck, I should be there like right about now. So. <laughs> no, you're on time, bro, actually. Oh, I'm glad. Well, Melrose yeah. is actually the one that's late. I don't want to so call you up. When Melly, you hear this, buddy. Melly, my boy. Get Melly, your shit boy. together. What nah, are you doing, kidding. brother? Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to ask you what the story behind the name Java is, but yeah. obviously... Java's your name. Just, so, just born with it, it's bro. It's just, you know, born just with born it. born with it, man. Straight, straight out my of the womb, Java. Were, my parents thought they were hot <laughs> shit and, you know, like really like liked giving the cool 
yeah. names for people. Yeah, so what's the but, story behind Java, um, the name? Story behind Java is dad's first marriage. He adopted two Indonesian kids from Jakarta, over in Indonesia, obviously. Yep. And um, they got the white boy names Saul and Zane, and then I got Java because... Apparently, I'm the Indonesian kid that has the strange names, and they name me after the place they fucking adopted them from. So I'm just like, cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, sweet. That's that's my claim to fame. (laughs) And then it's more ironic that I'm a barista now, slinging coffee, (laughs) and I'm just like, yeah, Java that makes Java. (laughs) I've heard that before. (laughs) Who's that? Because um, over in Indo, they got the Balinese, obviously, and stuff, and then it's the Java, is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the Java. Yeah, so you're the bad species. Yeah, I'm the bad species. (laughs) I'm the no, bad boy. I was kidding. No, true is. It's, I'll own that. I'll own that. <laughs> nah, nah. But you know, being yeah, a could, being a tourist, I have been. You know, yeah. I've been to Indonesia a couple of times, and I just know that the Balinese are religious, and the Javas, Java, like the Javas, are the We're ones that don't smoke and like yeah, that smoke sorry and smoke? shit. No, that they do smoke oh and they God. do all the illegal shit. I was worried about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I couldn't think of a good name. So, like, I mean, I feel like Java's okay of a name. I feel like it's unique enough. So, I was yeah. kind of like, I mean, no, it's, it's either that or just like, oh, we went to Wu-Tang name generator for a little bit, but that kept, kept popping out like weird shit. Weird stuff, and, yeah. yeah. It's it too like, hard to just I wasn't come up getting with any, it. I wasn't getting any like Childish Gambino type like names. Vibes. Yeah, so I was like, nah, I just got to go with my real name. What I website guess. did you go on? Wu-Tang name generator. Wu-Tang. That's how Donald Glover got his name. <laughs> really? Yeah, Donald Glover comes up as um, Childish Gambino in the name no generator. Way. Same as like Post Malone, we were saying with Yeah, Atlas that, well, I was and listening stuff. and then yeah, yeah. Posty came up. I was like, yeah. no way that like Austin Post is like Post Malone. It's Post. vibe though. Yeah, they give them good names and then, yeah. you know, we get what do we get? cum rag and cum shit rag. like that. Dude, are you ripping on the cum rags, man? Come on. Pocket-sized crusty handkerchiefs. What else do you want in your life? So, um, where where are you based, DJ, man? Are you on the Gold Coast? Yeah, Brisbane? I'm mainly on the Gold Coast. I had to um wind back my Brisbane gigs, but up there I was doing Sakasa, Kenjin, and um, Ivy Blue. Um, almost every weekend. And then down the Gold Coast, I'm like bouncing between rattles. Um, I have the occasional set at Strike Bowling and um, Hijinks Hotel. Like a lot, I'm doing like a lot of like chill, like more, I guess like commercial gigs at the moment. Yeah. But alongside that, I'm really happy that um, Karma has been popping off a little bit. So that way I can kind of like book myself for the heavier gigs and be like, sweet, I can send it. And then also get like the good paying, like easy gigs. Just yeah. playing like chill house music in the background and be happy with that. Yeah. So it's a good like kind of like ebb and flow between like ascend and like a good like paying gig, I guess, in mm. a way. Yeah, but yeah, nice. I'd like to get booked for more club gigs. Obviously, the prestigious ones are what we want. And, yeah, you know, obviously. Of course, like, you know. That's I mean, I've played for. cocktails, I've played elsewhere, I've done arcade once or twice. Um, I've done majority of the places on the Gold Coast and I'm pretty happy about that but like a residency would go haywire you know yeah I'd love that so much and so would you say that like uh Gold Coast um bass music is more your vibe or Brisbane yeah I'd say Brisbane's probably my more my vibe is where I want to direct myself I yeah. feel like that's the the genres that I like but again like I've never been one to fare away to like specific genres of music like if I can mix it and I like it and I can get behind it and the party's good, then I'm happy for it, honestly. Because, like, that's the one thing that I like about DJing is, like, sharing the experience with people. Yeah. More so than getting up there and just playing my songs. Like, everyone's yeah. always said that I've had good taste in music, but I'm like, I have good taste in music because everyone's enjoying it, you know? Otherwise, I wouldn't be playing shit, you know? If they don't like it, then why would I play it? Exactly, yeah. Now, so what, what would you say your genre of music is? I'd probably say that I'm... Like a bass house. Yeah, I've seen uh, that in your bio, so yeah, I did assume yeah. that, but I thought I'd just ask yeah, anyway. Yeah, like bass house, um, bass line, UKG, 
Um, I'm just a houseboy yeah. through and through. Anything, if it's heavy, I fucking love it. Yeah, But, nice. you know, like, you put me in front of a Japanese future funk set, I will fucking rip it heavy, bro. <laughs> Get me onto that shit. You know Graveyards, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Me and him were supposed to do a, um, a Japanese future funk takeover set at Rattles one night and you ended up joking. getting canned, yeah. Oh, so no. So we're still trying to line that up right now. But yeah, it's, it's been a fucking a thing in the works. It's been a thing in the works for about two years. It was like a COVID idea. And we're like, we've got to fucking do this, man. We just want to send it with some, <laughs> some proper, like, random... Random Japanese heaters. <laughs> we just want to fucking push it, bro. I love yeah, it. That'd be sick. Yeah, man. I was watching Graveyard's Twitch streams, actually. So He's a he's a fucking weapon. He's got these buttons and stuff. I didn't even know you could do it on Twitch, but he's got these buttons you can, like, get reward coins to, like, press buttons in, the like, the stream and stuff. No shit. Yeah, so you write something on text and then you can press this button and it says it out loud in this funny voice Fuck and shit. Like, if you're like, We love text-to-speech. I won't say what I was saying. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's that's the that's the post podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to say that. That's the R eighteen version, bro. <laughs> um so I see you're on Radio Metro, man. Yeah. Um you've got uh you've got your own radio show mm-hmm. and yeah, how's how's it being a part of the team and stuff? I and love what's it what's it like and what goes behind um closed doors? Um I love working at Radio Metro. Like it's it's only a um what's the word? It's like a Oh God, I'm drawing a blank. You just come up there, you do it out of free will and everything like that. So I haven't been paid a dime through Radio Metro for that kind of stuff, but I enjoy it because it's good exposure for you as like a personality and everything like that. I've always really been good at talking. Like I wanted to be like a fucking proper like video game commentator when I was younger and I have the full like podcasting set up at home and I've always been like an audiophile for this kind of shit. So like, I feel like it was a very natural progression. And then also my family has also worked in radio before. So it's just seemed really easy to sort of get into there. Behind the scenes, I'm part of the music committee on Radio Metro. So half the songs you hear on there are usually stuff that I've been putting on there. Yeah. Um, I try and keep my finger on the pulse with like new shit that's coming out. And then obviously we have other people that add their shit in there as well. So yeah. it's, not, it's not just me. Yeah, 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 um, of course. But I'd like to think that I'm like pretty up there with the announcers at Metro yeah. now. I mean, I've been doing it for about seven years. So it's like a spinner hot fucking mm. minute that I've I been mean, behind the mic I mean I listen to Radio Metro like pretty much every day honestly it's I just fucking, I've I started just listening it. to it more recently like normally yeah. like when you work on something it's like the same thing like DJing it's like oh do I have to DJ more like you know like you hear it every weekend the exact same shit so you want like a bit of a refresher mm. but in the last month I've been turning on Metro I'm like actually no this fucking slaps like I can get behind people like I was so used yeah. to listening just my own Spotify playlist but now I'm just bored of that yeah exactly and it's like I just like it because you listen to like the big ones like Triple J and stuff yeah. like that and like half the time they're now playing like TikTok songs. Yeah, and, that, like, that's my biggest just, gripe right it now. It really like hurts me. I don't in- want to turn on to Triple J <laughs> and hear fucking Lizzo. Why is Lizzo on Triple J? Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's Dude! A, it's a good question. ABC, what in the world are you doing? Yeah. Get me on there. Get Odin on there. <laughs> I don't know why in the world are we listening to like triple A artists from a quote unquote indie Australian station. Hey guys, we're working with Triple J right now. And right now you're about to hear a really undercover artist. Have you heard of Post Malone before? Oh my God. Stop. (laughs) Yeah, like, um, yeah, just like some of the stuff they put on is just, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of. And then Radio Metro, like you always put it on and there's always something yeah. that's a banger. Like, yeah. And and half of the time I realize I'm usually shazamming songs off. That is my thing as well. Yeah. I can't listen to Radio Metro while I'm fucking driving because I have to pull over yeah, every five seconds and shazam and that shazam shit, dude. It. Yeah, exactly. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah. 
Ah, but you know, the price you pay for good music, I guess. So, tell us about <laughs> tell us a bit about Kitty Litteris. Kitty Litteris. Oh my god, she's a treat to be around. <laughs> Um, so when the full moon comes out and I'm feeling a bit wild, um, the drag queens come out of the, um, the woodwork, they pull me aside, they glue down the five facial hairs I have, put a wig on me and then Kitty Litteris emerges. It was, it, it was for a, it was for a five minute fucking interview on Meridia Metro about drag queen bingo and everything that's happening around the Gold Coast. And like, I'm not like. I'm like as straight as an arrow, I like to believe for that kind of stuff. But like, I've always been a theater kid for this kind of shit. Like I did, yeah. I did dancing for like eight and a half years, every genre that you could think of. Yeah. I was backbending, flipping and tap dancing my fucking way to Oliver Twist I, Heaven. I reckon, I reckon just for like a moment, we yeah. switch over to Kitty Litteris. I can and switch just... over to Kitty Litteris if you want. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so what have you been up to, Kitty, Lit- Kitty Litteris? Have I got you a bit tongue-tied? Cat's got your tongue? Sorry, kitty's got your tongue. (laughs) It was a a once-off thing, but for the two and a half hours that that fucking queen was putting on my, like, makeup, putting my face on, (laughs) I, like, I haven't put makeup on in a good, like, decade, but, like, I looked snatched. (laughs) All right? I looked fucking snatched. I didn't have to tuck anything, which is good. (laughs) We won't talk about that. That's the R18 podcast again. Um, but it was good. The wig was fun. My nose was snatched. I felt good. I felt pretty. And then the interview was over. And then I was pulling fucking blue stick out of my hair for the next three, four days. Oh, yeah, you know how much glue they put in that shit? Why? Because I've got to look good, apparently. <laughs> apparently they, not. I, but reckon, like, I reckon they just stitched you up yeah. and just fucking coated it. It's like, he's got nothing God anyway. Damn. We'll just fucking take it all off. Yeah, but he is like <laughs> the price you pay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. No, it was so much fun. It was a very humbling experience because like, I've always been like very pro like sexuality and everything like that. You know, like what you do behind the scenes and how you want to express yourself is just how you do it. Like you kiss the homies, you put on some fucking makeup. I'm, I'm all for normalizing dudes like wearing fucking like nail polish and getting mm. all that sort of shit on because like, do if, what you if want, you look you know? fucking hot, bro, you look fucking hot. All right. Like it's as simple as that. And like, I feel like everyone's <clears> on that <throat> self care wave anyway. Like you can, I feel like I could look at every other dude and like, you have a facial hair, a facial like um, care, you t- a routine and shit like that. Like you moisturize your hands. The next step is just like, kind of leveling up like that. So I don't feel like it's any real issue that people are like getting into drag if they're interested. It's just like a fun experience, man. It's, it's an what art it is. form. Yeah. It's fantastic. Well, I love it. Each to their own. It's expressive. I think it's so fucking cool, man. Yeah. And it was really, really interesting to be able to sit in front of the makeup brushes and go, fuck, like they do this every weekend. Two and a half hours was like his like speedy, speedy pushing it kind of thing. And mm. I was like, you, that's like dedication to the cause, bro. <laughs> so what, what did you actually have to do? Because like uh, in drag, do they not like, it's like a dance? Is it not? It's like a uh, performance, usually, it's is like it a not? performance thing. So luckily yeah. for me, I didn't have to rehearse anything. Yeah, I mean, they can't but, really do much yeah, on the radio, really, can no. they? But you can put the Kitty Litterous voice yeah, on, Yeah, you put the guess. persona on. Yeah, I would love to do like a drag queen event. Honestly, that'd be so much fun. But I don't know how I'd respond as a, as a straight white boy putting that on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like it might be a bit on the nose. But um, no, it was just like, we just got dressed up. We just yep. flaunted our titties out for a little bit yeah, well, nice. what we didn't have the stockings were fucking great and then we just did <laughs> the, the inter- stockings were great <laughs> oh, fuck. and then we just did the interview and the then way I thought, it felt was it amazing. amazing you know <laughs> felt like a little girl again it was great um 
So let's uh, let let's go back. Uh, let's rewind a bit. And yeah. you did mention Karma Clubs. Yes. So that's actually your brand, and you know it. it is a clothing line and events organizer yes. company. Damn straight. And so, yeah, just tell us a little bit about that. Um, how how the vision. You know how how he came up with the vision and what where, yeah how everything's yeah. going kind of thing. Um, well, Karma kind of started up as a project during COVID, um, during university, which is like for me was twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen or like three and a half years for that, so twenty sixteen technically. Um, I was just very bored in classes because I was studying politics at the time, so it was very like tedious, kind of sit there grind it out figure out who's trying to nuke who and what terrorists are trying to do what crazy shit, which is fun. And then I was just drawing like little skulls and shit and everyone's like, why aren't you doing tattoo work and stuff? And I was like, I don't, because needles fucking scared the ever living shit out of me. Like, do you really want this artwork on you? And they're like, yeah, I can get behind that. And then I just had a few like shit posting friends on the side because that was my other sidekick was I would make shit posting groups when they were really popular. You remember Simpsons shit posting, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I made Fortnite frick posting and Overwatch shit posting, which all had like collectively like forty thousand plus members just oh, posting God. random fucking memes. I've been nuked. there was a moment I've been nuked by Zuck way too miss many it, times. Eh? It was fucking good, man. But we still I've got like way too I've got shit post shack at the moment, which is like putting me on the on the naughty books for Facebook, but that's like got 55,000, 60,000 members. And it's just like me. Yeah. Wow. So I, don't, I don't know why I've got the magic. Got a little for, clan. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah. So from that, I have a whole bunch of internet, internet friends internationally. And this yeah. motherfucker just like said, Oh, show us your artwork. And I sent him the book. And then within the week, he just sent me a picture of his arm and he's got like this little fucking camping tattoo that I had just um, drawn up. He goes, sweet. I just whacked on my arm. And I was like, oh, fuck, I guess I'm doing no tattoo shit. work. And then COVID hit. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to try and do something because we kept getting those payouts. And then um, I was like, oh, I mean, I've got all the spare cash at the moment because I'm not really going out and spending money. And I'm just sort of sitting at home because the world's on lockdown. So I was like, I'm going to start a clothing brand. I never found... I always looked at like straight, um, street brands and like clothing shops. And I was always like, like, I like the shit they had. But I feel like I could have done it better. And it sounds super cocky saying it out loud. But I was like, I feel like some of the designs are just a bit like... I don't know, shallow, like empty. Yeah. And I wanted to have a bit more like, I want this to be like a local focused thing. And then being a DJ from there on out, like it kind of like, I would wear it out to the clubs every weekend. Everyone's like, where do I get your shirts from? And I would go play more events. And then, you know, from there on out, it kind of grew into like, not just t-shirts and streetwear shit. It turned into like, I don't know, like kind of like a community. It was really interesting. Like just seeing how it grew naturally that people were just like getting behind the idea of karma and being like, okay, I can like, I don't know, I can jump behind it and like they yeah. like the idea and the aesthetic and everything. And like from there on out, I was getting really tired of not getting booked for bigger gigs and events. So I was like, well, I've got the backing now from Karma and the community of people being like, we like the shirts. We like people wearing the shirts after clubbing. Every every other motherfucker at Rattles at one point was wearing Karma shit. Yeah. So I was like really trying to push that wave. And then from there on out, I was managed to get a little... Um, club residency at Tabu Tiki down in Surface Paradise. Yeah, nice. And then I got really buddy-buddy with the people. I was like, can I throw a techno dubstep house rave? And they were like, fucking send it because you're here every weekend and you play that sack same shit. So I was like, give me it. And then next thing you know, um, Karma became an events thing. So it was like, it's slowly going from there. Yeah. So how long have you been doing the clothing brand for? And like, um, when you're, when you're like, obviously you got to come up with your own artwork yeah. and stuff like that. So do you kind of use like Fiverr upwork or anything or do you no. actually personally... Everything that I do besides like the actual fonts is done by hand. Yeah, nice. So I try my best to draw everything because I don't like not doing it personally. Yeah. Like even like for um 
I don't know whether the um, other clubs like it, but even that I go through and I trace over their shit and I calmify their like brands and their logos. Yeah, like, um, like Rick's Cafe and Bar, I, like would make it into a different thing. Like Rattles, when I was trying to do collabs for a little bit there, I was trying to do like little like aesthetic changes and shit. Yeah, cool. But yeah, it just sort of like, I don't know, just kind of grew from that. Nice. It was really fun, man. And so like event-wise, yeah. so what are we up to now, man? Like what's, uh, like what number of events this? Is this going to be the third or the fourth? Um, so let's see, we've done Congress, we've done DMB Dungeon, we've done a Halloween rave, we've done the DMB thing, a Hot Girl Summer. So this is probably our sixth or our seventh rave that we're getting up to at the moment. Yeah. Um, this year we have about another four events lined up. Actually, no. How many months we've got left? It's July now, August. Yeah. So we've got another five events lined up for the year, I think, right now. Far out, man. That's or, crazy. You've been may, working hard behind the scenes. We may or may not have secured a monthly residency for Karma Club. You're joking. Yeah. So um, we're, we're hosting monthly raves up in Brisbane now. Wow. Yeah. So this is the very first. Um, Dude, congratulations. Yeah, man. That's, I'm, that's I'm awesome. Stoked. This is the very first like instance that anyone's actually heard about it like ever. And um, your last turnout, dude, it was it was huge, we man. Had, like the we, whole floor was just we had absolutely Rick's packed. Out the goddamn door. Yeah, it was down the middle of Fortitude Valley, and I wasn't even the fucking state. I was down in Sydney, and then I had a team. I have a goddamn team now helping me run this shit, and they were like pumping it. We booked some of the best names up in Brisbane for the local scene. Yeah. And they all fucking loved it. We had open decks. Yeah. We had all the newbie Your Shot DJs coming in there. Everyone was having a spin. It was just like a really, it's what I wanted to see from the actual community of DJs and people that enjoyed clubbing music and just the vibes of it all and just getting behind it for a good night together. Yeah, nice. And then from there on out, Ricks were kind of like, do you want to come back? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to come back if you have us. And they're like, yeah, how about every month? Dude, like, that's- yes, please. So like, how long were you envisioning like getting the events done oh did you was there a lot of like works in the in the start and stuff before it took out or um kind of it just like sort of grew from the karma aesthetic like just for the shirts and everything i just kind of wanted to do i know more ravey shit i kind of getting into i kind of enjoyed really getting into my gritty aesthetics yeah and then that just sort of went hand in hand with the event posters and then i was like what if i just put some names on this and I was like, oh, I mean, I want to book my homies. And then I was like getting tired of not getting booked for bigger events. So I was like, if I can book myself, then why the fuck not? Yeah. You know, because that way it legitimizes me as an artist. And I was getting really tired of seeing all these really, really talented people all around the Gold Coast not getting gigs that they deserve. Mm. And like myself included, like there's so many fucking people like Bill Dari fucking walks in the door. We've got Noisy over here. We've got Atlas, uh, Matlas. Like everyone's chilling here right now. And I'm like, these people deserve to have their fucking names and lights. Yeah. And it irks me that they're not up there already. Yeah. It pisses me off. So I was like, if I can give a platform for someone to try and expose themselves a bit more, then that's what I want to provide. Yeah, because nice. that's I just I want to like. I've always been. I guess the saying would be like a, a rising sea floats all ships kind of thing. You know, like everyone everyone works together and we all benefit out of it. So yeah, it's like, exactly. I mean, we're, it's the fucking Gold Coast. We can't afford to yep. be competitive, too competitive and too gatekeepy here. Yeah. And that's the one thing I want to like try and promote is like people <clears> just <throat> working together for like the common good and their common goals. And so would you say like on the Gold Coast, it's easier and <laughs> and better to... Um, like get get a venue or stuff or do you actually do you prefer to get Brisbane or do you prefer to I, get golf uh, Gold Coast? I've, it's a different beast, you know, like you have to pick your genres of what you want to do and that's yep. the other thing I liked about Karma is like if I have an artist that wants to play a minimal, a minimal tech rave or like wants to do Japanese future funk, we'll try and build an event around that. Yep. We'll try and align other DJs because there's nothing worse being booked for a gig that you go, I mean, like I've got a dubstep gig coming up and I'd have no fucking idea how to play dubstep. <laughs> you know, it's like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that. So yeah. like, I'll try and tailor events around people and be like, hey, you want the spotlight? Let me give it to you. What do you play? 
and like book them in there for that kind of stuff. Yeah. But in terms of like the Gold Coast, you know, more commercially focused things like housey, techie kind of shit like that. If you can promote that to clubs down here and events, they usually go a lot better. But Brisbane's just bass heavy and I fucking adore it. So it just depends on what you're trying to push. Yeah, you know? nice. So um, <clears throat> do you pr- uh, produce any music currently? I do. You do? I haven't released anything. You haven't released? T- no. I've been tinkering away a lot this year. Yeah. I've made about 15 new tracks. This yeah, year. right. Um, just like playing around with a lot of stuff. I'm not really good at my actual production side in terms of like, you know, like synthesizing new sounds and doing stuff like that. Although I'm a huge gearhead when it comes to like new synths and shit. Yeah. Like I love new tech. But um, in terms of like actually production, I just work with a lot of samples and everything yeah, like nice. that. But I've been tinkering around with a lot of jungle, a lot of tech house and houses where I started off with. So like yeah, fun nice. shit like that. Um, baseline, if I can get behind Have it. you uploaded anything to like SoundCloud or anything? Uh, or? None of my originals. Yeah. But I've been playing around with it. I've got, I've sent it off to a few people actually, but for like clearance and whether it's good or not. Yeah. And the only thing was just like, just master it better. And that's really like the only difference. So I'm just, I'm just happy that that's the only thing that I need to get better at. Is are just we at the state that needs a bit more validation before you fucking release it? Possibly. 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 But <laughs> <laughs> got about five heads that can tell yeah, you to let's release do it, it here. Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it with the ego boost. <laughs> 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 so how was how was splendor i saw oh, you went to splendor man loved it yeah it so much fun did you go check out bill maybe no i didn't see him actually you nah. got there on the sunday i don't know what time you were there mr cunty i mean Dari. um <laughs> you were hiding away i couldn't find you and then next thing you know i was gone it got way oh. too cold on sunday it he never like, came to find you bill it hit like 9 30 <laughs> i didn't know you were there until we were leaving you're like davis is here i was like oh davis is here because i thought you were just on the friday i thought you were just on the friday my guy Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Damn. See, that's the thing. I want good I want, time, but I want that it was fantastic. Who do you reckon was your favorite? You saw <sighs> <laughs> Bill Dyer was pretty good. If I yeah. saw him, yeah. um, Young Franco fucking played an amazing set. Yeah, I love Young Franco. I saw Ian Dior for a bit. I'm not really into that kind of music, but I really loved Ian's like set. I like his music. He's really he's, good, man. He's good. He's yeah. converted me. I was like, oh yeah, I can get why like the mm. hype is around this. But then it got really cold. I was sticking around for 100 Gex and I really wanted to see Mumford and Sons because they were like they were like the fucking people that got me through high yeah. school. Dude, Little Lion Man on Little, repeat. Yeah. On fucking repeat, dude. <laughs> so Banger was, of a track. Was it only the Sunday you went? Yeah, only the Sunday. Yeah. I kind of impulse. Best day anyway. I impulse bought on Saturday. Everyone was like saying, oh, we're going to Splendor. I'm like, fuck it. Me too. We ball. Let's just do it, man. I was so excited. I haven't done shit like that before in a hot minute. I'm normally very like, oh, I'll just be safe and sit at home and be boring. And oh, I've got a gig on tomorrow. I guess I should get my 10 hours sleep and everything like that. But I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm just going to go to Splendor. <laughs> nah, fuck it. Just charge it. Just Dude, charge it was good, it. man. I'm trying to be a bit more like impulsive and fun with life at the moment. Yeah. It's just like, it's good. No, that's awesome. Uh, so what, what do you reckon the longest set you've ever done is? Uh, I've done a eight and a half hour set. Um, that was no, bra- was no breaks no breaks no breaks I don't know Ooh. if I peed or not that was interesting <laughs> um, you just held it the whole yeah. time <laughs> what else are you supposed to do um, I'm pretty certain it was just either, scrunching it your was nuts either six, it was either hours. six and a half hours or eight and a half hours but that was over New Year's at Rattles yeah. funnily enough just switched over the kitty, well, kitty like, litterist just yeah fucking I wish no, the kitty litterist didn't exist then she was just she was gestating in the back of my skull I was like maybe like, like six hours into this house like I should do drag <laughs> That'd be really fun to do, man. <laughs> but yeah, I actually, yeah, no, like long as I said, I probably say about eight and a half hours to ten hours. I've done a few like um, long, long like 
I guess, commercial, like, um, corporate gigs. I yep. work with WBFF, which, um, like the world beauty fitness and fashion, um, basically just like really muscular people tensing their muscles for like 12 hours of the day. And I just play tech house bangers behind them and just send it. And it's a fucking vibe. So yeah, was, right. yeah. So that's fun as fuck. They flew me down to Sydney for that shit. They fly me all around Australia for like stuff like that when they have the gigs. So it's really good. Really, really sweet. That's sick, man. But, um, yeah, longest gigs probably around that kind of thing. Yeah, right. I'd rather not play that long. <laughs> I'd much rather do like a two, three hour set. I feel like that's like primo for me. That is, that's, that's a long time, man. That is yeah. a long time. It's exhausting, man. So I've seen you are a wild card on yes. the Your Shot AU, which yes. is on the Sunday, the twentieth of August. You know it. Um, yeah, tell us how you got the call, how the process. Of- I've had people hounding me for the last three years to join Your Shot, and I've always gone, Nah, not this year. Nah, not this year. Nah, not this year. Because I always see all the other homies up there, and I'm just like, Fuck, like I don't want to compete against them. I feel kind of bad. <laughs> I don't know if I'll get too competitive or anything like that. And then obviously this year this fucking noisy boy comes through and he's not even looking at me right now. I'm like, and I have to compete against him, which is really unfortunate because... Yeah, see, he says it's fucking on, bro. Jesus. There's going to be like, there's going to be knobs flying off the decks, people pegging shit at each other. You best know if I was on before you, I'm putting those decks onto reverse and watching you fucking sweat. Yeah. You're going to push play and be like, why is this shit not working? Reverse all the, all the channel faders over. Fuck the sliders real quick. Why is the fader fucked on this, man? <laughs> No, I've been wanting to do it for a hot minute, but I was always like kind of afraid and always thought it was a bit like, I don't know, a bit too competitive. But yeah. at the same time, I sort of like saw it as more of like a way to expose myself as an artist, not really just like, I'm going there to win. Like yeah. I'm going there just to, for the experience to meet the people. Yeah. And then last year was a really big year for it because I had a lot of friends competing and everyone was wearing karma shit. And then apparently all the, all the judges and all the actual reps from your shot were like, oh, what's this? So yeah, like, well, wow. fuck. So I guess I probably should show a face now. Yeah, nice. And then started showing up there. People have been chatting to me about that. I'm trying to organize merch and shit. So it's like just bit by bit trying to build it up. But it's it's been a fucking great experience, man. I've met some amazing people from your shot. Yeah. I feel like that's what really sparked Karma to really pop off this year. Yeah, was nice. like just sort of getting back up to Brisbane, showing face and being like, hey, I want to play crazy shit. And also here's my brand. And then all the other DJs are like, oh yeah, I forgot that Java was like doing the shit. And they all jumped on board. And then just from there on out, it's just kind of really gone. Yeah. So it's really exciting. Skyrocketed. Yeah, man. Yeah. The, for the, the community and stuff um, at your, sh- uh, your shot is, yeah, it seemed real strong and it's stuff. And awesome, it, it, man. Yeah. It's sick how everyone's like, you know, at the same time you're there to compete people, but at the same time everyone's like friends and yeah making you know making that's connections the kind of competitiveness that you want in this scene yeah exactly you know? like, it's healthy to see people kind of pushing each other in a good yeah. way it's like i don't want to be shit and i want to show off to my friends and stuff but at the same time it's like i want to one-up you i want to i want to throw yeah. down the fucking gauntlet because it's a competition <laughs> but it's like at the same time i want them to impress you're done i want people to impress <laughs> me as well dude i want to see you go fucking ham and that's what i want to see you know like it's just exciting to get people get passionate about this kind of stuff because i just yeah. feel like you know it's the monotony of this constant residencies and constantly just trying to grind for that next big gig and the next big shot like when your shot comes through everyone's like okay just a little reset Let's and just do this for the fun of it. You've got 25 minutes. Give it a good send. And so like, what's the, say you do come up on top. Mm. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> Holy what, shit. What, what, like what, what's the, what's the benefits? What's the rewards? Like, what, what, where, like where does it go? A year supply of like Red Bull. 
Really? That's all I want. Dude, man. I fucking need that. Dude. I swear I drink that. <laughs> dude, that's incredible, man. Yo, I mean, if you hey, or Jai win, it looks like I'll be hitting that. Hey, you're a Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You'll be out of Red Bull every yeah. week. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Honestly, I might just like sell it on the side. It's become the next big Red Bull dealer. Just, like, fucking, they, don't give you a pri- they don't give you a prize packet or anything like that. They just go, here's some Red Bull. Here's an international Here's like, a heart tour. attack. Good here's job. Here's a heart attack, you know, like <laughs> red lines and flat lines, baby. We love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, talking wow. about... <laughs> Talking, to, <laughs> talking about BPMs, let's BPM it out of your chest. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, you get sent um, internationally if you're lucky enough to win. But, you know, I really want to do like Yacht Week in Croatia. I wouldn't mind doing like um, any of the snow festivals. New yep. Zealand or Japan, definitely. Just like, I just want to fucking push it, man. So have you gone like anywhere um, around the country or been overseas to play at all? I haven't been overseas to play. I haven't been like... Besides Sydney for my corporate gigs, I haven't really done any interstate quote unquote gigs yep. that I would really classify as that kind of stuff. Yep. I've seen, I've been to Groove in the Mood down in Maitland. I've done a few other festies just like all around the east coast of Australia and stuff. But um, what were we pointing at? Who? What? Drink. My drink? Please. What about? Yeah, can I yeah. one? We're getting a drink. <laughs> I thought you would get the get the signal. Come on, Joy. Come on, man. Nah, yeah, nah, you're hey. sweet. You're sweet. Come on, Joy. Hey. Get hey. shit together, Your mate. Your time's finished. You're not on the interview anymore. You're not getting paid get, for nothing get this, here, get mate. This man a bevy is what he says. Hurry up, Jesus. <laughs> God, I'm, go- I'm not coming back here. I'm not coming back here next week, or else that's me. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, where, I where haven't we? Been, yeah. Haven't gone international for any gigs yet. Yeah, haven't gone interstate for any real major gigs yet. Yeah, but. I'm really trying to push for it. Yeah. I really want to get there. Obviously, that's like the, I feel like that's like the main goal for everyone is just trying to like really get there and yeah, of course. develop and grow as an artist kind of thing. Yeah, of course, of course. Pass that over for you, my friend. Um, No, that's yours. Oh, wait, what? Oh, cheers. Thank you. I didn't expect um, this. Oh, thank you so much, man. Let me give you a hug. S- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we go. Sit down. <laughs> what? Um, so tell us a bit about the spilt milk bus. That was fucking incredible. <laughs> that was so much fun. Um, Mr. Davis over here lined that up for me and put me in liaison. Um, and it was 13 and a half hours of me sitting on a bus behind a mixer doing this. Dude, set you up. <laughs> and just doing this the whole fucking time and just taking requests on the iPad. A lot of Venga boys and a lot of drum and bass and apparently someone got head while I was doing this so that You're was You're joking. Yeah, Are you so, serious? Yeah, that was very interesting. You filmed it, didn't you? No, I wish. <laughs> they didn't Bro, they didn't even have any rear view mirrors. That shit was not even roadworthy. Even Unbelievable, man. Let me drive the bus. Hey, I want to drive the bus. I want to drive the bus. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it was fucking cool. incredible, man. It was just a whole bunch of requests um when yep. Flume and all that played, we ended up stealing half his crowd. Which is very, very, very big that's, flex. Yeah, that's because a big we were just flex. taking requests. So yeah. I, mean, I don't know what that says to say to DJing right now, but I mean, if we were stealing his <laughs> shit from Flume, people, we literally saw people like running away from his set to go see Fisher, and then they bounced away from Fisher to run to the party bus, and we had about a line of like 250 people trying to get in, yeah, and a line of like 100 people trying to get out. Yeah, so right. it was a very like very intense like 13 hours. I did hear that like the setup they had, the stages were like one was here, one was here, and it was uh, apparently I heard that it was actually like over like it was over it was clashing like it was clashing it was the music. way too close yeah. like so way 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 too do you close. reckon they're gonna learn from that this year or is there not enough space to even like kind at Doug of- Jennings I don't know if there's enough space but I mean they could probably line it up I feel like they over pushed however many stages they wanted because they had like four or five stages on the day and like at Doug Jennings I don't know how you're really supposed to get that without any sound clashing yeah plus on top of a party bus it's literally like 
2000 db trying to get like well because like there's like that many people in there like trying to like dance and shit like mm. you have to crank the volume it was like limits upon limits upon limits on those fucking those poor poor decks man they were duct taped to the goddamn wheel bro <laughs> like, that shit was ghetto as hell and i loved every single second of it it was fantastic man but yeah that's the i feel like that's half the reason why we we're actually getting more people was because the bus was probably louder than flume and fisher combined because it was just kind of like this weird clashing of like wonky face fuck music and then then it's it's a killer <laughs> <laughs> And then it just, we were just playing the Venga Boys, just like just fucking partying in the background. It's like, oh, come over here instead. It was good, man. It was an absolute vibe. Um, <laughs> so, have you got any funny stories that you've seen at your events, maybe in a crowd or anything? In a crowd, I mean, besides the dude getting head in the back of the bus. I mean, that's pretty. That, that was pretty, pretty fucking, fucking wild. Yeah. That was very <laughs> fucking wild. That's pretty wild. Uh, have you seen? Have you seen? I've seen a video actually of someone getting head in the crowd. In the crowd. I've seen a video, yeah. I feel like some, I've seen that as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel def- like I wish that was me. <laughs> you, you giving the head? <laughs> is Kitty giving as the Kitty head? Literacy. Kitty's giving the head to Java, bro. I'm just like, just fellatio myself. Let's just say that. Um, I wish I had no lower ribs for that kind of reason. Um, for me, I've been dry. I, for my second or first Splendor, I got dragged into a slumberjack. Um, mosh pit and got elbowed in the forehead when I was trying to avoid getting dragged into the mosh pit. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be here. And they're like, No, you die now. And I'm like, ah, getting dragged away. Um, besides that, I've had a bunch of fights, like breakout during sets and stuff like that. I went and saw Thundamentals at um, at the Shark Bar when that was a thing. Yeah, and they swore to never come back to the Gold Coast after that set because we had about that was six- that upstairs bit. Hey? Yeah, and that was about- wild. Yeah, that was. I used to go there a fair man. bit. That I used so to good. sneak in, you know, the back door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I used know to that go back on the back door. door just, yeah, just yeah, I'm here. I'm here for a I'm here for a good night. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Um, yeah, they had about like six or five or six like fights break out in the very first half an hour, and like glasses and shit pegged at them, and they're like, yeah. "Fuck this noise, we out. We never come out to the Gold Coast again." And then more fights broke out with the people that were causing the fights because they're like, "You fucking ruined our night," and like, "Just stop fighting." <laughs> just just chill. We're here to like fucking hang out. It was like, too hectic. It was like it was intense. It was five dollar drinks. Like it was so cheap up there. It was and they're wondering cheap. why. And they're wondering why. And but, like you know. half of the people in there were underage, including me. How else would they make? Their, <laughs> how else would they make their money? Because they're all sitting in the fucking back door trying to come through. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. You'd have to walk yeah. walk pa- past the artist. I remember I walked past the artist a couple of times. And it, it, this was before I realized it was the artist. So I'd actually go into the artist to sit down with them. Oh, just chilling in the red room. Like, because I thought it was a smoking area or something. Yeah. And then everyone would just be looking at me like, who the fuck is this gun? Like, you, what the if fuck? If you fucking own it, bro. Yeah. You like, own it. He's like, yeah, I'm here for the party. And everyone's like, okay, cool. Yeah, we're not going to question it. Who's going who's gonna to challenge the kid sitting in the corner looking like he's meant to be here right Yeah. Now, oh, know? it definitely didn't look Damn like straight. I fucking, yeah. I was dressed like I was fucking 40 in a fucking 16-year-old's body. Damn straight. <laughs> That's the vibe, man. <laughs> so oh, um, If yeah. you could DJ anywhere in the world, oh, where would you say it be? I feel like Tomorrowland's way too overdone for mm. like a DJ's response. Mm. Um. Same, but it's the same thing. It's just like I feel like everyone's going to say the exact same shit. I want to go to Tomorrowland. I well, play, there's I been I quite a couple ED, of different ones. EDC. I'd love to do EDC. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> I'd like to do. Was it um, Red Rocks or whatever it is? Um, in the one that's the fucking giant in like Las Vegas, Nevada. That it's Red Rocks, isn't it, or something like that? Yeah, yeah. That's right. like, a huge, like I've seen Res and all that shit play there, and I want to play like fucking heavy music there. But honestly, like I'm 
not picky. If a festival says come, yeah. come, I'm just gonna I'm gonna show up. You go so play it. I'm I'm just play there for a Footlocker if they give you dude, the chance. Legit, <laughs> fucking give it to me. Bit of bit of a platypus type beat, you know. Get asked yes. if it's a get, get, oh, yes. platy- platypus. Sorry, there yes. you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. Whew. Can't get those two confused. Not in this room right now. How was um Jake's thing? <laughs> he got the photo. It was actually set up at Splendor. <laughs> It's like <laughs> doing his set again. Holy oh. shit! <laughs> yeah, yes. catch your the foot. Um, do you have any mentors, man, or anyone that's kind of helped you get to where you are and stuff, or um, you know, helped you along the way? No, I'm completely self-made. No fucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, Davis obviously has been a huge, huge spark to my career. He gave me my very first club residency. Yeah. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I was a houseboy and he goes, we're looking for a Friday, a fuck off Fridays resident that can know how to play hip hop. And I go, sweet, I've got a week to learn how to play hip hop. <laughs> and I fucking try my best to learn. <laughs> and it was probably kind of really dodgy at the start, but I kind of got there towards the end. Um... But basically all the homies from Rattles have been like a huge, like huge, huge boost to me as like an artist. Going to see live shows has been a huge thing. Like, but in terms of mentors, like Davis just telling me to mix better, screaming at me. Um, just screaming. Yeah. Gets the job yeah. done apparently. That was, yeah, that was, uh, well, I had to go to therapy a few times after that. <laughs> I had one, to go to therapy. That's why I'm saying it quietly <laughs> while they're laughing because that way he, when he looks through this, he's not going to notice I'm talking about him. But you know what? What? Um, uh, Squiddy's been huge because he's just a fucking G. Um, Jai is another one. Yeah. Um, honestly, just like all the homies. Morgan, like Eve, she's goddess. Love her. Um, Oh, yeah, man, just like all the friends. Yeah, like nice. again, it's like I always revolve back to like a whole competition kind of thing. It's just like everyone's competitive in a good, healthy manner mm. in our friend group. No one's too gatekeepy, which is mm. also really good because obviously you want to protect your gigs and your residencies and not yeah. like have people bump you out. But at the same time, everyone's like, "Come on, you can keep doing it. Come on, just like go a bit harder. You know, you, know so, you can do it." I think I'm not too sure if I did ask you, but are you actually like a resident, like contracted to anywhere currently? Not at the moment, really. Like I'm just sort of like lone wolfing it kind of yep. bouncing ping pong more on the events because you get to yeah set it up. i'm trying to push the events a bit harder mm. i guess that would be my residence now yeah I guess yeah but like i'm not going to complain if i get like a club residency again or anything like that i mean nice. like i'm trying to get back into um dance party saturdays at rattles but you know how <laughs> it is um they've got a very stacked roster there at the moment so i don't want to the other thing was that um i started getting offered a lot more gigs up in brisbane so i had to i wanted to take a back burner for like rattles because i saw they had a lot more like new talent coming through yeah and that was my thing is like i don't want to hog like residencies if i've got other options i don't want to like not give it up if somebody's like trying to be like hey like rewind me three years ago yeah i don't want to be i don't want to be the reason why someone couldn't get their club residency for their very first time Mm. and i would feel guilty about that kind of shit so it's like i have other options i'll take those and let people be able to get in and then they can play rattles. And then we've seen a huge wave of like really, really talented, really, really cool people coming up on the Gold Coast from rattles because people took the L. Mm. And it's like, I'm glad that like I'm seeing that. Like if it wasn't for like me taking the L, like Jai probably wouldn't be playing as much as it was. And then we would get like all these brand new people coming through. And it's like, it's fucking exciting, man. It's really cool seeing that kind of stuff. Mm. So it's like, 
yeah, I mean, I'm happy for residencies, but also I'm happy to give people new gigs and everything because if I can also provide that for other people as well, then I'm happy. Yeah. You know? And so, like, is it is it a bit of a mish for you to actually get to Brisbane? Like, where are yeah. you located? Uh, up in Springbrooks. So it's about an hour and a half drive to Brisbane. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's a bit rough, especially when, like, your drive usually takes longer than your sets do. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's true. Um, yeah, especially when, like, two of the two or three of your sets when you have three sets in Brisbane get cancelled and then you're driving three hours for a six hour wait around to not yeah, have a gig it's not fun. so it's kind of like and you can't drink because you get to drive back yeah I don't normally drink anyway but I mean well, like a- apparently it's like it. yeah apparently 12 o'clock on a Saturday <laughs> we're just going to be cracking the 196s anyway so we're here <laughs> we out here oh um, god but yeah like driving up into, um, to and back from Brisbane or anywhere at the moment is just like about an hour for me but it's worth it like i like being able to hide back in my little mountain like tree house and avoid like the rat the rat race of gold coast because i feel like i'm i get very like competitive very quickly in that sense and i feel like that's a vice for me it's like i want to get really into it like really quickly so like i feel like being down here i'd probably get very intense yeah and want to be like really pushing it really hard all the time and i'd burn it's out good but you need that quickly. Need it's that, good like need it's that good. drive and energy. it's good to have that drive and i feel like that's what karma's giving me and everything like that mm. and i feel like in the last like two three weeks i've had a very big shift mentally where i've kind of become a bit more like focused and passionate about my craft mm. and everything and i'm seeing like a lot more present itself yeah like i mean like fucking like the amount of stuff that i've got lined up for karma right now i really have you got can... anything you can kind of you know spill um we're booking an international artist um and doing Ooh. a boiler room um rave at superfly Wow. Um, yeah, I know this one knows about it. Um, I'm not going to say any more because that's a hush-hush. Yeah, keep um, hush-hush. Rick's Residency Monthly. Um, Karma Club's hosting monthly raves the very first Friday of every month at Rick's. And then on top of that, we're also doing a... Um, we're in the process of lining up a hot air balloon live broadcast with Radio Metro and Karma Club. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's fucking insane, bro. <laughs> We're going to be live on air in the fucking air. How cool. <laughs> what? How does that even work? How I are they don't gonna, know. How the fuck are they going to get I all the alert? <laughs> People are like, I've got a balloon. And I'm like, I've got a 360 camera. And I was just like talking to the homies. And like, is anyone afraid of heights? And I was like, yeah, but like, <laughs> that sounds fucking amazing. And then... um. It was actually whiskey. Do you know whiskey? Um, the yeah. I do, so yeah. I've been talking to her a lot more because of your shot and everything. Because yeah. I'm competing against her on Sunday. So yeah. Um, uh, um, but she was organizing to do like a content shoot for herself, and she's like, "I'm just gonna go up on a hot air balloon because why the fuck not?" And I was like, "Do you want more people and to help organize this shit?" And she goes, "What do you mean?" And I go, "Like I've got a team." And she goes, "I've always wanted a team, but I didn't know how to do shit by myself." I'm like. I always like doing shit by myself, but I've always wanted more of a team. And we just sort of like... Link, whoosh, perfect. And yeah. then everything's just kind of going... Whoosh. So it's really, really fucking That's awesome, exciting, man. man. Fuck yeah. Yeah, nice. it's sick. That's I'm sick. I'm very yeah. excited with how everything's Whiskey's going. Whiskey's killing it too she at the moment. She is an absolute goddess. She's doing really well. Like Obsessed Names popping up everywhere. Yeah, so. she's pushing it hard, man. Yep. And I respect the grind for it. Yeah, everyone, 100%. I feel like everyone at the moment's really, really gunning it for like their yeah. brands and their personas and what they actually want to... Yeah. Like th- their sounds, I guess. Like everyone's mm. taking a really good formative change for like what they actually want to represent themselves in a career and as an artist. And it's really like really nice to see. Yeah, it's good, you know. Um, what's it like? Oh, what was I going to say? Tell me about yourself, Odin. <laughs> Tell how, me. How long have you been doing this podcast for? Um, that's a good question. Maybe this is episode seven. So 
I don't know, maybe two months. And so when did we first meet? When did we what, sorry? When did we first meet? Do you remember that night? Because oh, I sure do. Partly. partly. I was probably, I my was name probably was, a bit wasted. My so. name was Squiddy for most of the night. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I do remember, actually. Yeah, yeah I was You're all like, over the socials yeah, tagging you and... Just tagging Mer- Squiddy Mer- and Mercy everything. Hit me up. He's, he's like, like, why the fuck are you tagging like, me in mate, Java's videos? I'm yeah. like, what? He's like, mate, that's Java. That's not fucking Mercer. <laughs> that was so <laughs> funny. That was so fucking funny, man. <laughs> and I was like, I'm starting, I'm starting a podcast. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, that sounds so sick, man. And then, yeah, I've been trying to get in on this for a hot minute. And then it's like, what, like two months later or something like that we finally organized it but yeah, you've been exactly. popping off man i'm really like i'm really excited to see this happening because this Jeez, is the man, kind of I'm stuff the scene needs as well hmm. you know like this is an amazing representation of what local djs and international acts want to be able to showcase themselves on an easy talkative podcast yeah that isn't too intense that you're like grilling them and being like you know what would you describe your mixing style to be do and better. shit like that? Do better, you know, mix harder. And why are you a musician and shit like this? It's like, let's just shoot the shit. Mm. You know, it's good to be able to like get the personality behind the DJ yeah. and the artist and everything like that. So uh, like massive kudos yeah. to you, bro. You're At the end of the day, though, like, that's why I was keen to do it also is like everyone's here right now. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. It's going to bring like a lot of DJs together and stuff. And you know, it's, it's just, so exciting to see, man. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see like what it does and stuff, but, um, yeah, just doing it because it's a passion for me, yeah. and then now, and that's what you want to do. If it's passion, if it's a passion for you, then why the fuck not do it? Yeah, exactly. You like know? that's how karma started. For me. I was just drawing for a hot minute, and then people started getting the shit on my fuck on their skin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what's it? Um, Davis's friend T, um, T just fucking got like a whole bunch of knuckle tats for no apparent reason because he just like mess- he messaged me. He's hey, yeah, legit. <laughs> he literally just like went no hey reason. Java surprise, and then sent me a photo, and he's just like got fucking skull, 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 skull on his fucking fingers. I'm like, okay, that's on your skin for the rest of your life. It is what it is. It was like, I wish you cleared with. I, I wish you. Cle- I wish yeah. you cleared that with me before Thanks. you fucking Thanks. got it on your goddamn skin. Because you like that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. One of those designs yeah. is on a fucking t-shirt, bro. Like, did you ask me before that happened? Because not just got on my knuckles. I'm like, I can't fucking fight it now. I guess like this is we, we ball, man. I love it. I respect it though. It's fucking great. It's really cool to see people like passionate about that kind of stuff and like yeah. supporting me. I guess. So we're like, we're gonna be like setting up events because i actually want to do like event management and stuff and like you know set up venues like across the gold coast and stuff and get all you guys in so it'll start off obviously just like with a few of like all you guys mates and stuff just helping me get my foot in the door and stuff and then we can go from like ticket events and go from there really good network here already like yeah you're seven episodes deep and you've already got like a crew ready to fucking push for you you know yeah we've all we're all passionate for that idea yeah it's like you have the idea you've got a crew to help support you for that so it's good man yeah, I'm real thankful that everyone's supporting it and stuff. But um, what I was going to ask you before I had the mind blank was yeah. um, I see you doing like all your content creation yourself. Yeah. Just like the, yeah, just like all your photos, videos and stuff. Like, is that also like another passion you have? I'm trying to be better at it. Yeah. I get very twitchy when I'm not doing something. Okay. So like, I don't know if it's just like I'm undiagnosed ADHD or just a little bit of, <laughs> just a little bit of just like um, FOMO for a lot of everything. But like, I guess like I get, I don't know. I just want to do things my way and do them good. And I feel like that's just kind of what helps me push it for a lot better. And like, I see people like upping their game and I go, fuck, I should probably do that as well. You know, people posting reels. I'm like, oh, fuck, I probably should learn that now. Yeah. I probably should get into that. Like I was so hesitant on getting onto TikTok for a long while, but then I'm like, well, this is an amazing promotional tool. It's a really good tool. It's hey. a very good tool. And that's what it should be treated as because I feel like once I get too addicted to it, then I'll be doom scrolling and I won't get anything done. Yeah. It, t- it tends to happen. You end up like going to do something and then next minute you're like, like 45 hour, minutes later. Yeah, I was like, bro, I cannot keep like, watching Tears of the 
Kingdom Let's Plays on fucking reels, bro. Like, it just keeps popping up. If I see one more Korok getting fucking ultra-handed to a goddamn rocket guy with a penis, I swear to God. It's just like, I can't handle it no more, man. <laughs> so, is it is it just, have you got any, like, help and stuff, like, taking the photos, taking the videos or anything like that? Just all purely... Just all you? purely me. Yeah, um, nice. I mean, like, I have people that kind of, like... Well, awesome, if man. They, I if they congratulate photos, you. If, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. I'm it's glad good. that people are kind of realizing that. Mm. I'm just... I didn't really realize that it was, like, recognizable and to begin is with. is that, like... um. The 360 camera yeah. and stuff yours? Best investment of my life. Yeah. Honestly, that shit, like, fucking, I'm yeah. so happy. Like, that was another thing that I saw Davis got one. I was like, oh, I've got FOMO now. Yeah. I've got to get that shit. And then I was seeing what you were doing, just even, like, um, when you're up in Brisbane doing your Virgie shit or something like that. Mm. I was like, fuck. It's unreal. That eh? looks That's, insane. I still can't man. get over of, like, just, yeah, all the stuff you can do with it. Dude, it's crazy. It's so good. Yeah. I'm so it happy. It's really cool. Oh, while you're here, I'm going to airdrop you those videos, by the way got you um yeah see um but it's just good to have that on hand and then you just quickly you just it's 360 you can't miss any content yeah you just bring it with you it fits in your fucking pocket you wave it around i mean at least davis film stuff it yeah. t- tends to be you right in the face like yeah that. but that's like, good though. Like, that's my content man that tends my to be content. like that um what's are that you, are you complaining francis bogard that like does oh, yeah, the, the reviews the, 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 on the, the train the train chaser dude yeah i'm gonna do that but with local djs instead i'm gonna do that with local djs and said when they finish they said i'm just gonna run after them outside like oi I swear you're like the Aussie version of him. <laughs> I want to be, man. Just do it better, more cooked, more fun. Instead of trains, it's just like I don't know what else. Just it's not trains. It's just creatures just in the creatures, corner. gremlins just hiding in the corner. It's fun, and also just like word to the wise, if anyone else has a 360 camera, you know, like those um little cord dividers on the back of most like CDJs and everything like that, how they have like little holes. They fit so perfectly when you put your little camera stand in there. So you can use. You can capture like a, every bit of your set. You just go crazy. Bloop, press record. Do your shit. You won't miss anyone vibing out. I've seen people like behind me that I didn't even know that were there. And I've gone through the footage and they're all like fucking like raving out and shit. And I, I, and <laughs> yeah. I thought I was playing to absolutely no one in front of me and I've got an actual crew behind me. I didn't even know that. And I was like, oh, like three weeks later, I go through the footage. I'm like, oh, fuck, they were actually there for me, man. I was doing a good job, man. <laughs> Bit of a support squad yeah, behind man. you. It was good fun. But it's great to have that kind of shit around. If you're going to try and push yourself as a brand nowadays, I feel like it, you can't really... De- you can't really depend on other people because everyone's doing the exact same thing right yeah. now. Everyone's way too busy with their own shit. And mm. I feel like everyone kind of needs to recognize that. Yeah. So it's good to be able to take it under your own your own guise and be able to push it yourself. Because if you're not willing to put in the effort yourself, then obviously you're not really wanting to grow much more. Mm. It sounds kind of brutal. I but feel it's like, like it's true though. Like you got to put in the hard yards. If you, you like- You've got to hone your craft. You practice DJing. You practice content creation. It goes hand in hand now because mm. you as an artist, it's not just about how skilled you are as a DJ. It's not about the tunes you play anymore. It's about that content of like what you're putting out. It's like you being exposed as a public figure more so than anything else now. Yeah. It's yep. a personality thing. And like, obviously cool. no one's going to be as like, dedicated and like keen as like what you you, you can't wait on people and no. stuff like that you no. just gotta like that's you gotta do I, shit yourself that's one thing i've learned this year especially is you can I've, not wait on people see like even the podcast and stuff like that like i don't know i was just waiting for someone to maybe do it with me and then yeah i just had to tell if myself you had like, asked me a month before you did this i would be here right the fuck now but see i, I wouldn't i wouldn't know who you were unless i had exactly the other so people you know, that i met like on here 
hindsight's a hell of a thing. Yeah. But, you know, you've taken it under your own personal goals to make this a thing and you've done mm. a really good job with it. So it's like, again, you just can't wait around. It's just like, just push it, man. Just go for just it. Just go for it. Like, no time like the present. Worst if you can do is fail. For it. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, another thing where I remember talking to a friend about this, I don't know who I was saying, but um, they were mentioned to me that if you don't do something, or if you do something really shit and you upload it or whatever, and it only gets like a few views and you go, oh, that was a fucking flop. Well, don't worry because it only got like a few views. You know, we're, we're worried about promoting ourselves as if we have hundreds and thousands of followers and our post is going to go viral and be mm. like, oh, you know, I don't know whether this is good or not. I'm like, if it's out there, it's out there. People will see it. If yeah. it's shit, no one's going to see it anyway. So like, what's the issue? Just y- pump your content out, make sure it's good quality for your standards. And if mm. it gets picked up, it gets picked up. You got to take that attitude towards your songs, man. Yes. Because it's the yes. same same thing. It's like... To be fair, we 10 sa- of those songs I had a week to produce. So I kind of was under the gun with that. So I didn't really have yeah. much time to really work on them <laughs> after that. I was just like, song, cool, finish, song, next, just get that done. It was just like a fucking commission thing. Yeah. But I made some heaters, so I was very happy with that. Yeah, so nice. I was listening to them on the way down. I was like, maybe I should like... Will we hear some of them in the mix? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> they're, no. Not, they're not at that level yet. They're not at that level yet. Mainly because they're not masters. Um, I meant to mention like earlier, I yeah. see uh, had some NFTs too. Yeah, man. So like, tell us a bit about them. Um, I Again, like I get twitchy when I get bored. And then obviously like towards of the start of last year, end of two years ago, NFTs were kind of popping off. I've always been interested in crypto and like the idea of how it can like kind of bridge international communities together yeah. as like more of like an actual like i don't know like a conglomerate of people like uh, yeah it's just you know decentralized it's cool. which i think is really interesting like the the application of it nowadays is just like a really fast stock market mm. and i can respect that but like in terms of what it has for potential in the future especially with the nfts and stuff yeah like i mean you're seeing adidas and nike jump on this shit you know there's money and you know there's yeah. reason behind it yeah, at like, the end of the day, like the NFT is perfect because like you can create it and yeah. then like people buying your NFT yeah. is like really just supporting your business Dude, in a way. it's incredible. So like I was unlucky enough that I got hacked at the end of last year and lost all my NFT funds, but I made like a solid like two and a half thousand dollars. joking, really? That. Yeah. Fuck. That's why my um, Instagram's brand new and everything like that. I got romped. Like I lost everything. I can't advertise on my Instagram account anymore. Like through my oh, own personal. Oh no. Um, they rung me up about 350 US. What'd you do? What'd you um, violate? I think I might have... Too many just- fucking... My, face selfies yeah maybe i just like kind of crossed the paths with someone <laughs> a bit too much when you're in the when you're in the nft game people like really want to get to know well, you kitty really literus kitty literus like is post nft that was my nft depression <laughs> that was me that was me trying to hustle to get the money back baby you know <laughs> girls gonna pay the bills um <laughs> um but it was good i made a whole bunch of just like just randomly generated scully boys and shit like that just like normal karma skulls which is with different things yeah and it was fucking sick i made some really cool friends i made friends with one of the lead animators of the amazing spider-man and also the guy that ran the jurassic park um animated series that came out the start of or end of last year serious and how, he how'd fucks, you manage to do that he fucks heavy with my nfts bro yeah right he loved every single bit of it it's like he said if you ever want to have like a little guest animation or shit like that if i ever got into animating i like could be on jurassic park so that'd be fucking sick that'd be fucking yeah awesome. that'd be so dope, that'd be man. cool it's just like the people you meet you'd never expect that kind of shit yeah but i was just mainly trying to push karma onto the um the metaverse and crypto stage because i thought that's a great way to expose it without having to have like an actual physical residency anywhere. Yeah. Because people are always uploading their mixes anyway. So if I can make like a metaverse rave, that'd be fucking insane. That'd be crazy. I, I think it's already a thing. Actually, it's I already s- a thing. I was meant to do it over New Year's and then I got way too busy with other you New know, Year's. You know what? I just saw, Um, it was like, 
it was on my feed and there's this you know how you've got the vr headsets and stuff so there's now a program that pioneers made with the decks and, and everything like that you can and get like the yeah the like the three thousands and yeah, stuff and like in actually in a virtual thing and you can like actually dude play i'm seeing with people them. do doubles better than people irl and they've got like 300 ping fucking vibing out doing this 300 shit. ping they're just fucking <laughs> dealing with this latency and fucking backspinning <laughs> they're and not shit. even really and there these floating hands are just doing this over the screen i'm like fuck yeah dude play that shit Sick man, it's so cool. This is like this is the future, bro. Yeah, it's you don't crazy. even need decks no more. You just need a fucking vise. Yeah, and then you just whack it on, and the next thing you just like chopping it up. It's great. It's yeah, sick. It's crazy. Man. Even like the Apple have came out with yeah. that new one, and That's then they've be... got even an Apple car now. Really? Yeah, it's like an actual Apple car, and it's like interesting. It like yeah, it's fucking bizarre, man. It's crazy what technology is doing. Do I have to pay doing. for more storage on that one as well? Or like... <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Instead of paying gas, you got to pay the shit. electricity or some this shit. fucking iCloud subscriptions <laughs> doing my head right now, man. Dude, it comes up like, I think I just saw one come up on my Mac like five minutes ago saying exactly. you need more stories. I'm like, talking fuck. too much shit for this podcast. I yeah. tell you what. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> You're banking up my yeah. space, oh, mate. Sorry, G. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, honestly, it was really cool getting into the whole NFT scene. It was a great way to kind of expose karma as a brand. And everything, but it also helped me to sort of like, I don't know, develop my art a bit better. Yeah. And just sort of see what works, what doesn't work, people mm. are interested in that kind of shit. And you know, I've slow, we're slowly developing it that we've made like a little, um, like a, I guess an ecosystem is what you'd call it. Um, we're based over two chains, which is AVAX and Phantom. And all our AVAX and Phantom NFTs, you can put it back into our website and you get Karma as like an actual coin. And you can use that to mint more NFTs, which I'm using to develop karma the karma coin as a way to get free merch from the store wow like bro that. that's really you must be pretty techy to even I'm be able to, to be, like i taught come, myself i taught myself crazy. coding and everything yeah. to try and get better at that kind of stuff youtube so man yeah man just youtube non-stop youtube that shit yeah, it's fucking good man it's just good to have that kind of versatility i think yeah because if you can be a jack of all trades then there's no reason to rely on it yeah i mean if you can like you know? do everything yourself it's why just, wait on people when you can do it yourself do it yourself exactly yeah i mean like at the end of the day that's the best option exactly for, man. yeah yeah, you to progress and get better, I guess. Yeah, it's good shit though. Um, oh, dude, I'm happy with that. That was yeah, really you're good. Yeah, happy with that. Anything else um, you want to know about? I mean, if you've got anything else to spill, man, like, have you got any any anything you want to like plug for the listeners or anything? I mean, you can always just check out at karmaclub.official and dot events over on Instagram. Yeah, um, no. you can check out your boy Itsy Boy Java on yep. Instagram as well. That's and boy with an I. I if you want to see, he spells boy with a Y. Come on. <laughs> Um, I'm just really trying to push it. Uh, I just really want to like get my name out there more and just grow as an artist and grow with the homies Mm. and just like have a good, healthy, fruitful life with friends, enjoy good music, have, make good memories and just like, I don't know, just, just have a good time. You know, I'm just excited to be here and just happy to do this kind of shit. So thank you for having me on, man. No, that's no problem. Um, (laughs) yeah, you're definitely in the right direction. Um, you know, you're going in the right direction stuff. Yes, bro. Good um, mindset. Um, yeah, I'm proud of you. Like, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Like, proud the business you. seems good. The <laughs> events are going good. Like, Thank you so much. I didn't know about the coins and stuff. The NFT NFT is eh, really cool. Shit, I was thinking, like, but like uh, before, like when we were talking earlier, you said yeah. that you did have the um, group chat with like those 
that um, the shit posters. Yeah, the shit posting yeah. thing. It'd be pretty cool if you could like think of converting those people yeah. over into. I'm trying to. The shit posters hate NFTs, bro. Everyone yeah. fucking hates NFTs at the moment. I don't blame them. I that mean, shit, that was hard and fast and burnt out real goddamn yeah. quickly, and it was so scammy. Mm. But now they've like tried to apply it more that you can actually like make money out of it, and yeah. I'm, like I don't have the money to give to people if they buy my NFTs. Yeah, so exactly. I'm just kind of like uh, just have it on the back burner for the time being. But I'm sure it'll give me about six months if I get bored. I'll probably be doing it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably, you know. We'll see how it goes. But like right now, my main goal is like developing the events and developing myself as an artist and just trying to grow and just get better. Just get good, you know. Level up. Yeah, all right. Well, oh, yeah. I reckon we'll wrap it up there, man. Let's that was, do it. That was good. That's, that's, um, fantastic. that's episode seven with Java. So For the mix and talk What's sessions. your plug and stuff? Everyone can find you. Oh, yeah, you can listen to this in all major streaming platforms. Yep. Spotify um, and Apple. No, Spotify. not this. What's what? your plug? Oh, oh shit. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Plug my... Yeah. Yeah. You can... Meet and talk I, sessions. I mean, you know, you've, what, what I mean you've, if you're listening to this, you've already listening. found it, but you no, know... No, 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 <laughs> um, Yeah, just Instagram um, is my main thing. Uh, Facebook again if you want to add me you, yeah. you know my full name Java Greatrix you can come DOS, DDoS me or whatever you can <laughs> yeah just dox Maybe. me if you want man seriously just walk up to my house I'll make you a coffee and give you some fudge we'll fucking chill out let's do it <laughs> hell yeah alright um, we'll see you in the next episode Cheers, um, yeah um, Java's gonna do a mix now for you let's guys and we'll see you in the next one thanks for having me man peace peace deuces that was good
Living our lives, we get tattoos, love us till we die. Keep it moving, we're running out of time, running out of time. 
body a kill it, kill it, kill it, so right now I'm in a wash, something in your rib None of them can't miss me like that Rise up the RPG like that And then when they come from me, I send that back We're up in the sky like you have a jetpack Do all of my gun jet black So tell us some boy step back Kill a mom enough time for talk And them doors said the channel run enough time for chat Just make the baseline drop I make the waistline rock Fit all the girls on the stage from me Most of the world who no can take back Me love this city girl, it has it
Is anybody here with your family, like a sister or your brother? Is anybody here with your best friend? Is anybody here with a team more than like 20? Make some noise right now!
of the Congo Deep down in the jungle I start banging my first bongo Every monkey like to be in my place Instead of me cause I'm the king of bongo Baby I'm the king of bongo bong I went to the big town where there is a lot of sound From the jungle to the city looking for a bigger crown So I play my bongo for the people of big city But they don't go crazy when I bang it on my boogie I'm the Yeah. 